0: This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host,
1: Chris Reavers. That's
2: right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, as he is every week, is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? So, you know, we often talk about the extensive research and show prep that we do for this show. (laughs) Yeah. So when you walked in, I said, oh, hey, by the way, I did book a guest for today. And your response, as always, is cool. Sure. I said, what's her name? (laughs) And you're like, no, it's a dude. And I was like, let's uh, do it. We're going to check in uh, with my guy, Andy Price, who's on the line with us, because we are going to talk... Amateur baseball, because unlike Garage Logic, yes, this is an extensive town ball story. Andy, how are you, man?
1: I'm doing great, Chris and Mike. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. So, uh,
2: one of the really cool things uh, I'm obviously involved with this year's 99th annual uh, state amateur baseball tournament. We are one of the main sites down in Faribault, Minnesota, along with Dundas and Meesville. And one of the really cool things, Mike, that uh, Andy is doing is they are now streaming. All of the games. You're kidding. So a lot of people, because some of these teams are coming from all over the place, right? And a lot of people that maybe have, you know, grandma and grandpa at home and they didn't want to make the trip all the way down. Well, they're able to then watch their kid or grandkid play because of Andy. So this is really cool, Andy, and I'm glad that you reached out to us.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. And then this is year number three uh, of doing every game. We uh, hooked up with the Minnesota Baseball Association in the COVID summer of 2020, as they were trying to figure out how they were pulling off their tournament, which had just been moved from New Ulm and was being spread out across, you know, southern Minnesota. And uh, it was a great relationship uh, uh, that we formed with the NBA, and and now we're in year three with it and very excited, as always, to to handle all the games, every game from Class C, every game from Class B, and we're also doing this weekend in Class A in the in the metro. As oh, cool! Well. So, cool. will be over seventy games when it's all said and done.
2: Now, remind me uh, the website because I'll link it to to our show page as well. Remind me of the website again, Andy.
1: Well, that's actually the big uh, the big news for us. Uh, we've been PrepSpotlight.tv TV since two thousand and thirteen, home of the Minnesota State High School League tournament since two thousand and eighteen. Uh, but we have decided to rebrand. So, beginning on Friday with the first pitches of the state tournaments, we are now—drumroll—the uh, have a drumroll. Oh, I'm I, doing I, it. <laughs> 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 we are—we are now the Neighborhood Sports Network or NSPN TV. Cool. Uh, that will be our new. URL going forward as we be, because we be, we uh, ingrained ourselves with, with groups like the MBA and with some colleges. We did some work for the MIAC and with the Northern Sun last year. We decided to. Uh, move away from preps in our in our title so we are you know just really local community based and so we went with the North neighborhood sports network that being said we're still going to be huge on the prep side um when the when the school year rolls around
2: well it's just you know it's kind of a, you, you were mentioning you know the evolution because for someone like mike that only knows about town baseball because of his personal relationship with <laughs> me the last decade um but what people really don't understand is. How massive that this really is. I mean, you know, we were talking at our at our state board meeting last night in Fairball. We were just discussing how many people are coming to this thing. You know, th- we're talking thousands and thousands of people that will come from all over. The- I mean, I'm I'm a town ball nerd. I go to the state tournament every year and. You know, my team might not even be in it, but it's just it's just cool when events like this come together because how many different types of people come from all over the state of Minnesota and in some parts of Iowa too to to come to uh, to our parks to watch these games. It's awesome.
1: Oh, last year in Waconia and Hamburg and and Chaska, some pack dates where I mean you're you're seeing parking a half mile away from the ballpark to get in. I was. You know, we, we started in the COVID year where they had the limits of 250 in the ballpark. And then away from the limits last year, it was it, it was a carnival atmosphere um, at all those ballparks for the three weekends. And it is it's fun. And it's just it's baseball the way it, you know, is is God intended it to be really. And it's about the community and, and playing for your family and playing for your town. And it's 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 so much fun. Well, our, everybody on our staff, all of our broadcasters, all of our camera operators—they just love this this event because it it's uh, it is just kind of it's kind of taking us back to a, a much simpler time and a much better time.
0: I think you might have just answered my question. So when I log on to go watch a game, you have color commentation, you have uh, oh, yeah. you have actual camera. These aren't like my kids play sports like in the in the prep level and they just put a camera in the corner and I can watch that live feed. This is better than a
1: live feed, right? Oh yeah, we we have a broadcaster for every game. Always have at PrepSpotlight TV now and TV um, broadcaster, and most of the time, live camera operator. I would say we we just got done with the Legion baseball tournament, and the way those fields were set up, we had to go with a mounted camera on the fence because of the way that those fields set up. But these fields. When you're talking about Fairball and you're talking about Meadsville and Dundas, they're just fantastic baseball fields, captured great by a single camera behind home plate with their netting behind home plate. So, yeah, well, we are fully staffed up and, and always will be. And we have got we have a great group of, of broadcasters. I'll try to try to talk uh, Kristen to, to join in the crew. We pay top dollar. I think it's like $75 now. To do
2: nice. It, so. Oh, sweet. <laughs> He'd do that. He'd <laughs> do anything for baseball. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, no Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say because, you know, me obviously being biased, you know, there's people that now that have seen our park down in Faribault for the first time in, in quite some time. And they're like, this this park's amazing. Well, yeah, it has been, you know, since I was a teenager when I started playing here. You know, so I just personally am biased because of how how much hard work and everything that's gone into just pulling this off to begin with. In fact, I just told Mike about a story right before we called you, Andy, of, of a phone conversation that I had to have. It's just all those little things that add up. But I was told this a number of years ago that uh, someone that had ran a tournament, you know, I think it was four or five years ago, that said, this will be your most rewarding. And biggest source of hatred for the next couple of years for you. And, <laughs> and that's exactly what's happened. But every time we get a little bit closer, you think, okay, that, that box has been checked or this thing has been taken care of. And honestly, as we're getting now, what, three days away, I cannot wait for the first pitch to be thrown because then it's going to be like, okay, someone hand me a beer.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But just little things like
2: this that just make it an even bigger spectacle is really cool
1: the first year we did it, I was I spent my entire or two full weekends in in Milroy calling games, and uh, my best my favorite part was having beer with the grounds crew after every game because yeah. it was you know they, all the work I mean they were putting in fourteen hour days and and it was fun to see all the effort that they put in and the pride they put in and then and then enjoying it and you know enjoying what uh, what summer times in Minnesota are all about. Well,
2: and one of the things I've always said is you will never find a better group of storytellers than old-town baseball guys. They are the best bullslingers going, Mike. I mean, honest to God, I cannot tell you how many times that – oh, wait, we've been sitting here for two hours? Uh, the game will, you know, it's it's things like that. Those are the memories that you're just going to have forever. And that's that's why I always say, you know, Tomball's a drug. Once it gets in you, man, it's, it's, <laughs> look at me. I'm, I'm the perfect example of that. I thought, ah, I'm going to play one more year. Ah, maybe one more year. I'm 44 years old and I'm still at involved. At some
0: point in time, they're going to cut you off.
2: <laughs> oh, and that's why when he said, yeah, we should get you on, I think the rest of Fairwood would say, no, don't give Breavers a microphone play. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's let him pitch one more year. Okay, so, right.
0: so to make this really clear, because you said, it very fast the the website is nspn.tv that's nspn not espn but nspn.tv right
1: it stands for neighborhood sports we took the spn sports network. And we're not trying to rip off uh, uh, ESPN, even though our theme song is very close. One <laughs> <note on it>. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, so the other part to talk about on, on this front, on the, on the streaming side is um, when the p- pandemic hit, we worked with all of our partners, the Minnesota State High School League, the, school, the high schools that we work with, and the Minnesota Baseball Association to, to come up with a paywall. And we shared revenue on the paywall, which, which was a per game or per tournament cost, which could be anywhere between 6 and $25. And it was great. And people, we had great subscription, uh, you know, people purchasing the behind the paywall. This year with NSPN.tv, we have changed our business model. And so now it is a monthly subscription. So you can get all of this for as little as $2 a month. Cool. So you're not subscribing per game now you just subscribe per month and you get everything that is on the site so you're not having to just worry about game one from um fairball on friday night once you subscribe you get everything that we do for the you know for whether however long you want one well, days or a year
2: and here's why i like it because obviously i'm going to be at every game in fairball because i'm part of the crew that's going to be working there but I'm going to want to watch some of the games in Dundas and Meesville. Well, all I need to do then is pull out my phone, and I can do both at the same time. And I know, at least last year, I watched a number of people that were doing just that. They might have been in Chaska, but they wanted to watch the game that was over in Maconia going on at the same time. So that's this is it's a it's really smart, and I think it's a great idea.
1: Exactly, and and uh, once you once you uh, purchase the subscription, you have the games in archive form too. If you miss, you don't have to watch it live. If you want to go back and say oh gosh I wanted to see what happened in the later three innings of that game uh, you know at the other ballpark you can it's it's all archived and and live so you can uh, and it'll be on our site forever once uh, once you subscribe and what was fun in a couple of the places last year in McCconney and the first year in milroy they actually at the in their beer garden put big screen TVs up with the games from the other ballpark. Oh, So that, when the that's teams were done idea. they could come in and watch Uh, games and, and that there was one time in Milroy where the, um, we had the great showdown between, uh, Gaylord, which had the uh, minor league pitcher pitching for him during the pandemic and David Domensky up in Sartell. And it was just this fantastic baseball game going on in Springfield. And in Milroy, our game ended up early. And next thing I know, I look and there were 400 people in the beer garden watching this scoreless pitching duel, and it was fun. And they were they were roaring like they were watching a, a game in a sports bar. And and so we can, you know, I'd like to see that happen at the ballparks that we're at this year, um, you know, and that that's another opportunity for people. To, you to just gave
2: the, the you just gave the host of this show an idea for something <laughs> I'm going to need to go do uh, after the show is over with. So uh, uh, just a quick aside here, Andy, I do have to ask you a personal question. Are you still mad at me?
1: Uh, Why would I be mad at
2: you? So, Mike, I know you're unfamiliar with this story, but years ago, Mm -hmm. um, Andy used to work with the Minnesota Twins, and I was uh, asked to be part of the Home Run Derby at Target (laughs) Field. This was the summer before my oldest son was born, so I think it was Memorial Day weekend of 2011. And I was still in decent shape. I was mm-hmm. still playing amateur ball, and rookie and I were asked to come out and do this uh, and hit against T.C. Well. Bear. Oh no! And um, I did fairly well, but Andy was pitching to us, and I was taking some <laughs> taking some because I was looking for the perfect pitch, right? Because oh, I'm you, a baseball you were, player, you were right? Him throw some balls to And you know? I remember Andy looking at me going, "What is this bleep yeah. hole doing? Just, Just swing. swing the bat, <laughs> <Yeah>. you loser!" <laughs> so i uh i know it's that was 11 years ago but andy i'm sorry for taking all those pitches i apologize No,
1: no no problem at all and i was the backup pitcher you know we had a a guy who had been had pitched slow pitch for 50 years that was our normal guy and he had to miss a couple games that season and so then you know i looked around for volunteers and nobody nobody uh you know raised their hand so then i'm i'm the one out there and i've I was probably very uh subpar with my uh with my skills of getting you pitches to hit. Now did you end up you, you I said if I remember correctly, I thought you beat the, yeah. you beat the bear. I man.
2: was uh, I hit six or seven home runs. Nice. Um, didn't rookie hit to the bear? He did I, no he did rookie did hit his only one well, he's done that probably 50 times, okay. but I think he he hit his only, because I still have the video somewhere, but he hit his <laughs> only home run ever participating in that the same day that I did it with really? him. Really? Okay. Yeah. He, he
0: watched your technique and learned something.
2: Well, he went first and then just went, oh, no. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> well, you definitely want to go first before you, right? I mean, Probably, are, yeah. I mean, you're a uh, way too old amateur baseball player. I guess, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah.
2: <laughs> Although it, 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 you, you can take comfort, Andy, in the fact that while this was going on, Roycey did rip the hell out of me in the press box, saying, "What is Reavers doing? Swing the bat, swing the bat."
1: And I relished every time somebody beat the bear because uh, you know TC was getting a big head, and that's you know both literal and figuratively um hmm. in terms of the, he because he went you know five six years without ever losing. Right. So it was it was always nice to see him get knocked down a, a peg or two, and when, when somebody else would come in and and swing the bat like uh, like you were able to do it. And I know know, he's
2: not supposed to speak, but he did say, you know you're not supposed to win this thing right after I (laughs) I was done. So I said, I'm sorry, TC. I, I, I apologize for that. Andy, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. We're going to be running into a lot of each other over the next three weekends. So uh we'll we'll be in touch. Thank you so much for reaching out, man, and thanks for doing this again. We appreciate it.
1: I appreciate it. And again, it's NSPN.tv. And if you can't be at the ballparks, so I would I would encourage everybody to get to the ballpark. Absolutely. It's going to be a great time. But if you can't, you surely can dial us up. Awesome. You're
2: the best, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You bet. There he goes. Andy Price, one of the really good guys in the business. He used to work down at KSTP. Sure. Went to the Twins for a while and then, then uh, uh, moved over to, to work in this business. One, really great guy. And that, it was funny because I thought, I got to bring that up the story of the first, because that was the very first time I had ever been asked to do the. Home run Derby. Was that Target your field. largest glory
0: moment in baseball? Probably. Have you ever, you've never seen the video, have you? Uh, you know, I think I probably have, actually.
2: Well, you, were you just sending and Were you pointing to what field so they're going to hit in? You know who Jim Cunningham is, right? He's yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the PA announcer. Yep, not yep. Adam Abrams, who's announcing the lineups, but the guy, hey, we're here live at the mm-hmm. uh, Medtronic uh, section or whatever, sure. talking to, and, you know, he does like the trivia question yep, or whatever. Yep. So he's doing this. So he, first of all, it was the sponsor. I think it was might have been Pepsi. So some guy that works for Pepsi was was the first one and he didn't hit any oh shoot darn it. And then here comes Rook and Rook was just slightly better than this guy okay. was. And then it's my turn, followed by the bear. And so I hit the first one into the upper deck. Okay. Because you're, you're s- hitting from second base. Just or behind second okay, base, right. It. And and so I hit it to the upper deck and I hear Rookie say the F word very because you no one can hear us because sure. you're out in the you're middle pretty of the far field. Away, he yeah. just went. Oh, bleep. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then Cunningham at some point, because he started to interview a Rookie, he goes, Holy crap, Reavers is crushing the ball. And mm-hmm. Rookie says, Well, yeah, he played amateur baseball. Yeah, he's he still, played, he's right. probably going to
0: Gaylord so, and Minot and
2: Milroy. Wasn't it my, say something was it can it I my, Yeah, it probably was my crowning achievement. Let me say something. <laughs> as,
0: a, as a guy who's lived in Minnesota for 51 years, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever gone to, thought about, done anything with the town's milroy or Gaylord or i have no understanding of, of where they yeah. are and that's we get to talk about those a lot on this station on this show because of your love of this small town baseball <laughs> right so well, it makes me feel the americana is strong in you
2: th- thank you for that's ex- the exact word i was just going to use because you know, I I rip Joe all the time about this because he said quit telling your bleeping town ball stories. <laughs> but honest to God, Mike, and this is like we are right in the thick of it now because mm. the regular season ended and now the state tournament starts this Friday. And I tell him all the time, I was in Belle Plain on Saturday, which is just close to me in Jordan because okay. I, I had to go over there and meet somebody. And I watched a little bit of the Jordan baseball game, and I ran into five people that listen to Garage Logic. Okay, I mean he doesn't realize. How Many people that love town baseball are GLers. I think a lot of people who love GL love baseball. Yeah, that's right? true, too.
0: And if you live out there, you can get the podcast anywhere in the world. Right. And it's, you know, it's considerably more affordable to go to the game at Belle Plain where beers are probably three bucks and there's no ticket price, two bucks to get a beer. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. that's a good deal. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. there is something to be said about living in a smaller town. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and you get this. You can let your kids run around, and they're not getting well. And it's you know.
2: almost the smaller the community, mm-hmm. the better the ballpark. Okay, you know what I mean. They it, put it, a little bit more money into well, it. Well, I mean, so I just moved to Jordan back in January, and they probably have the best town baseball park in the state. The okay. Mini Mat, it's it's fantastic, and you know that's not the reason why I moved there. Don't <laughs> sure, <get me. laughs> sure it's not. But um, but no, it's just it's just neat, and then you know it's become almost second nature to my kids. They just oh yeah, we're going. It's so it's just fun now because it's almost like. The second wave of you know I was a player for a long time, then transitioned to coach, and now my kids are kind of going through it. It's what
0: are you going to do when you can't play anymore? Because you're getting you're got 44 for years you. old. I
2: I can't play anymore. Well, I mean, are you? Do you play every game or do you? Oh do God, you no. manage. Oh God, okay, no, you manage. No, 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 no. I I played maybe pff, three games this summer. Okay, and that it. that's oh crap. We don't have anybody. Okay, go to left field. It's okay. like yeah. one of those deals. All right, so yeah. you're
0: one guy short, but did you get some at bats? What are you
2: batting? Uh, I had I had two at bats,
0: two at bats, and uh, I
2: was old for two. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It just you know it's just it's just time.
0: And aren't you giving crap to some like fairly decent Byron <laughs> Buxton for sitting out some games? No. no yes, no, you no, are. No, no. And yet no. you sit out most of them. But you are 44 years old. You're an old fart. No offense. I mean, for a high level baseball, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, you know, there, but you know, keep in mind, there like he Andy was just mentioning. There's a lot of guys that, that I mean, for instance, They're collegiate athletes. We had Jake Patrushka. He mm-hmm. was going to play with us, but then the twins signed him and he sat Triple AAA all, all yeah. summer until he, he was released, I think, at the end of July. But I mean, he was playing with us. And you then, know?
0: then he has to go back down to Jordan, Minnesota. <laughs> fairbo. Fairbo. Yeah. And, and sign on So He's like,
2: <laughs> I was playing in the big leagues, almost the big leagues. Right? No, but there's a there is a ton of civic pride. You know, most of the guys on our team, granted, not all of us live in Fairborn anymore, mm-hmm. but we're all from there. Yeah. That's you know, that's one of the things that we really tried to emphasize is the guys that we're gonna sign are gonna be guys that are from here, the guys that grew up here, you know. Anyway, Last question.
0: So. I got one more question. All right. Do you practice or is it just all games? Pretty
2: much it's mostly
0: just games. Okay. I mean,
2: yeah, there there'll be my if you have a stretch where you're not playing for a week, you might say, Hey, do you guys want to hit you know, on on Wednesday, You'll or, just whatever. Do BP or whatever. Correct. Okay, exactly. got it. Okay. So
0: well, now that I am fully educated in the world, you, yeah, oh, of Town ball what? I'm not coming.
2: There's not a chance. First pitch from Mike. No, Fredolone. no, I'm
0: not. I don't know. I don't know where Milroy is. You know where Fairbo is? is? Kinda. I don't want to. 35.
2: Go down there. Head south. Yeah, but
0: what am I going down there for? To come hang out with your good buddy yeah, well, Chris okay, Reavers. Well, something different. I would go for you. Bring the fam. When is this? It
2: starts It starts this weekend. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm unavailable. It's also <laughs> next so weekend crap. and
0: Labor Day weekend. Yeah, Labor Day weekend. Okay, well, that sounds super good.
2: There is less than 1% chance that you are even going to think about driving um, down. Actually, a little less than 1%. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's all right. You know, I, I do wish you the best. Uh, I, you. I totally think I know you I, You were so passionate about it. I think it's very, very, very sweet.
2: And that's what good friends are for.
0: Yeah, that's it. You know, I, I'm here to support you in any way. I can. I'd rather write you a check than <laughs> go down there. I don't know. I think if I could get away with some bucks to you, right, I'd, be, you go. I'd be a little bit better. Yes. Um, all right. So you wanted to issue an apology. You no, know, not an apology per se. Oh, I'm sorry. But I did re, re-listen to the last show. Correction. Uh, Correction. There we go. And I think we should almost start every show with corrections. <laughs> Okay. Because, like, you say on Garage Logic, you guys are fact-based.
2: Most of the time.
0: Most of the time. And we are, I mean, relatively fact-based. Sure. We think what we're saying is accurate. I got an idea. Yeah.
2: We're also fact-based. Kind of. Kind
0: of, right? <laughs> so I tell this great little story about my colleague that I work with and how she's telling me about this beer. and, and, and Oh, I, yeah. And, and she said, oh, it's mango card. It's made by... And then she, it's and I said Golden Rule as I'm telling the story on the radio, and it's Golden Road, and and I know that beer, but then sure enough, I'm sure she's going to listen to it, and she's going to say, oh, now he's telling the story about, not making fun of me, but about like, hey, of course I know this beer, I've met these guys, I've I've had literally, I I followed a bar that I'd ask them where they were in the keg, because the lower it got in the keg, the more mango-filled it was, Mm. like a dramatically different beer, so I would actually track one of these beers, but then... On the show, I kept saying Golden Rule instead of Golden Road Brewery. I don't
2: know why I didn't correct you because I, I Cause like you, that beer. I've yeah, had and, that and beer. we know it. So, out of
0: respect to this colleague of mine, I'm a moron <laughs> and I apologize for
2: not, I wasn't making fun of her, but talking about it and then screwing it up. I'm almost positive I've even been either near there or by that brewery because I believe it's Southern California, right? I'm not gonna even say now because now I'm gun shy. But right? it also could be one of those where there's a bunch of different breweries because they're, they're a pretty decent sized brand. Yeah. So I maybe they have more than one, but I'm almost okay. positive they're based out of Southern so California. So that was my one
0: correction. Okay. So to my colleague, I, I knew what it was. Believe it or not. I, I've had a 1,000 of those beers. They're I mean, so good. I, I, yes, I've gone pretty deep on those. And the second one, we were talking about Live Golf. Yes. Right, because we seem to bring that up every week. And I, I said, hey, it's it's 54 players. It's not 54 players, right? It, they play a 54-hole tournament, ah. but that's not even where they got the, name, the number 54 from. They got the number 54 because if you were to get a birdie on every single hole on a par 72 course, mm-hmm. you'd shoot a 54, which would be like the world's best round, right? Yes. So then I, I thought as i'm listening to the show i'm like how many things am i going to screw up and i just want to prep to other people that mike Fratelloni is a mile wide but just an inch deep right i know a lot about you know a little about a lot that's right okay but i'll pretend i know a lot <laughs> but i can't go terribly deep that's why every time you know i hear somebody talking to me about music or remember that album and I just nod I said yeah sure I remember that album because I have no idea but I know what music is yeah so that's something so that was the corrections I had to throw out there just to start the show because I actually was like not repulsed by myself but my performance was weak it was sure. I, I give it a solid you know what? C minus
2: I always say this phrase in radio all the time to whether it's people that I've worked with for a long time or somebody screw, that just screw
0: them I don't no. Care. no, 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 okay. no. the
2: yeah. phrase is hey guess what Kirby Puckett struck out once in a while too yes you know what I'm saying yep um, I saved this for you because I figured golf was going to come up, and it was a post from a friend of mine on Facebook talking about Cameron Smith, who just announced that he was going to uh, join the Live Tour as well. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you if you heard this breaking news from Cam Smith, but um, sources close to Cam Smith said that he has withdrawn from the BMW Championship. I mm. don't know if you heard this. Uh, and you might be asking, well, Why? Why? Well, it's because he doesn't like BMWs. He now has three Bugattis from his live money, and felt that associating with BMW made him feel like a peasant. Oh. That's funny. That was pretty good. That's right? funny. That
0: was pretty good. I don't know what they're gonna do. I hope. I hope they figure that out, because it's now it's kind of like I've never thought of golf as a co- confrontational thing, and I'm having confrontational moments, and the golfers in the PGA tour are getting pissed that people are saying, "What are you gonna do with your live money?" It's like, shut up. I'm I'm in the world's best tournament.
2: That has rich history. Can I? And again, I'm probably the last person that should offer up this comment because I'm not the world's biggest. I mean, I follow golf a little bit, yeah. but I'm not. A but you
0: would sell out for money.
2: Oh, I don't blame any of these yeah, guys yeah, for okay, taking good. the check. I just wanted to make but sure. But
0: I don't care. Yeah, you don't. Okay. Because
2: Royce and Joe, you should see them on Mondays and you're talking about like they are legitimately angry about this. Well,
0: you would absolutely care if every great pitcher in and Major that's League Baseball ga- started getting ripped out to some foreign country. Yeah, and he'd be like, Pat okay, wait, me. you know, just literally if we took it to a Russian basketball, right? So the Russians have a basketball league and a lot mm-hmm. of our players that are a little secondary or tertiary players sometimes go over to Russia and play, right? We yep. all know yep. they do it in, in women's sports for sure. Brittany Griner, right? But if they just started taking all the best players, why don't you just be like, yeah, hey, okay, okay like yeah. s- slow your roll, Russia. We we need uh you know, Kaprasov back. So it, it legitimately is,
2: it legitimately is that I'm just not a fan. Yeah, you're just, just not a care. big enough fan. Because yeah. if it
0: happened to your sport, then I would probably just be think more if upset. the Milroy Mudhounds <laughs> took took Byron Buxton from the twins,
2: what would you do? So we when did we do this? Um I think it was when I was still on 107. And uh, my, my friend Colleen Cruz, who I used to do the show with, mm-hmm. she was kind of like you. She knew absolutely nothing about town baseball, but just knew I was involved and yeah. she was a good friend. And so it would come up on occasion. And I remember um, we were doing a show once and she was trying to quiz me on the nicknames of all these. Because there's almost 300 teams in the state, right? Okay. And so she would throw out, you know, Faribault or whatever. Mm, yeah, ma'am. And she was shocked that I knew a lot of the nicknames. She's like, how do you know the names of these teams? Okay, let's do this. Okay. Give
0: me five. Just give me five and let's see if I can even come close to any of them.
2: And people can play along uh, as they listen. I thought I was wearing my shirt. I was it yesterday. No, I, I, it I yesterday. think it's the Faribault Lakers. Yes. Right? So I got that one. The Milroy Mudhounds. Milroy Irish. There's it's actually the Mil- two teams in Milroy. The Mudhounds and the Irish? The Irish and the Yankees.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be. Okay, give me a couple more. Let's about, see if people playing along can all do it. Right.
2: How about Dundas? They're the other. The host. Dundas, desperados. Close. What is it? Good alliteration. The Dundas Dukes. The Dukes. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Um. All right. Another alliteration or thir- the, the the third site, okay. Meesville.
0: Meadsville Mudhens, I think you, I knew nice. that one, right? See, I have been listening. Okay? You yep. are a yep. staunch yep. ball yes, fan. Yes, yeah, do some from up north like um, where no
2: one would know. All right, how about the Bemidji? Bemidji's Bemidji in the Bears. Close.
0: Badgers. Think, think,
2: what's Bemidji really known for? Cold. <laughs> I have no idea. What's- <laughs> who's, who's the famous character from Bemidji. No, oh, the uh, the polar bear, the, the Paul Bunyan. Thank you.
0: And so they're the Bunyans. The, <laughs> the Bemidji Bunyans. That would be an. Odd and everybody name. walks with a little limp. Uh, the Bemidji Blue Ox. The Bemidji Blue. That makes more than Bunyans. That makes a lot more mm-hmm, sense than. Mm-hmm. Although I think I'd like the Bunyans.
2: Patrick Royce's favorite town ball team name: Howard Lake. First of all, do you even know where Howard Lake is? Howard
0: Lake sounds familiar. That's up north. It's west. That's west. (laughs) In fact, let me me double check. I don't even know where Howard Lake... Okay, the Howard Lake... Okay, Howard Lake, it's a small town. I believe it's... Isn't it on Highway 12? I think it's...
2: Yeah, it is on Highway 12. Okay,
0: Howard Lake... It's
2: right near the Wright County Fairgrounds. You should know that. Of course.
0: Okay, I'm going to come up with something. So it's their favorite ones. They have to be like the Losers or the Spudniks. Yeah,
2: they are west of Delano.
0: Okay, so it's the Howard Lake Horsies. It starts with an O. Howard Lake Oreos. That's new Prague, New preg series. Okay, what are they?
2: The Howard Lake Orphans. Orphans. Oh, there, there was they. There was a famous orphanage in really? Howard Lake, and really? that's why they. Because someone, I remember somebody had said, "Well, that's kind of mean." But no, there there was a famous orphanage that was it's paying tribute. Yeah, to there that.
0: was a lot of famous things that we tear down now. So I think we might have to.
2: Can't you? Are you trying to I start the movement can to cancel the, the Howard or- Lake yeah, Orphans? We, we can't
0: have the Cleveland Indians. I don't think we should have the Howard Lake Orphans.
2: Or oh man, that's by the just way. Sad. I offense. refuse to call them the Guardians. First of all, if you're going to um, change, I get why they changed the name. Sure. I'm not ripping that. That's fine. But they should have gone to the Cleveland Spiders, which is what the baseball team name was way back in the 20s or whatever it People was. People hate spiders, though. But think of the how much merchandise yeah, they, they could have sold. They could have
0: had, and if they did like a black and silver badass the one, right? Guardians. Yeah, well, that's because of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie was so exciting, right? Is that seriously why? Probably, because it had, you know, they were $8 billion movies, you yeah. know, or highly successful. Yeah. I don't know. Who all knows? Right. Did
2: you, so you issued your corrections? I issued, yep. That's all I
0: really had. Okay. That's all, I mean, I, I'm sure, let me make another correction. I'm sure I said many other dumb things. Yes. But those were the two that I caught when I listened back to the show.
2: Okay. Yeah. um because I I did have an email for you from Lori and I can't find I thought was thought- Lori
0: saying hey doofus no 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 okay. she
2: loves the show um and that's why I was trying to find it because she had a she had a great um oh darn it I thought I had it saved in here now I can't find it anywhere because I you know why Mike because I'm a bit scatterbrained
0: you know I, I love that you say that she loves the show well,
2: that's what she said in her email really I yep. thought you
0: were being hyperbolic no like, not at oh, all she
2: loves the show hey Lori and the gals, they love. Mike if and if uh,
0: Andy Price can charge <laughs> two bucks a month, so everybody can get video of these town ball games, we should be able to charge two bucks a month. If that girl loves this show, we should be able to get two bucks a month you for this so? show. You think no? so? No,
2: no, I do not. I think we might have to start paying people to listen. <laughs> okay, good. I think that's good. Pretty I was going to say maybe we happen. could.
0: Maybe we could. Maybe we could start at just any charge. Whatever you want to give. Oh,
2: now I remember. Yes. Saying. Yeah. Okay. So <clears> this would. Have taken place on Sunday and it happened. Hmm. Uh, I was we we had uh, field work down in Fairball, so I was gonna stop and get some beverages for the boys. You know, nice, the crew. Yeah. Was yep. good. So I stopped at my spot, which is the Colburn's liquor store in Bell Plaine mm-hmm. Went and got my got you know the case of bushlight for the fellas and some hard seltzer for for yours truly. And they're on the end cap. Was Shell's Oktoberfest, ah, and I there said, was. I said, no, 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 no. no, no. no it's no. it's August. It would have been August what thirteenth, fourteenth. Sure, it's August fourteenth. Not yet. And so I even got to the cashier. I point. I go, not yet. Yeah, and he started laughing. You love Shell's Oktoberfest. I
0: do. I mean, you actually. I think that was one of your favorite. You always said that Oktoberfest were your favorite varietal of beer.
2: That was my what I always called for me personally. It was my gateway beer into the craft beer world.
0: And okay. As you know, I have a horrible memory, but we had shells on the beer show numerous times. Jace, Jace, was it Jace? Jace Marty, yep. Jace Marty.
2: All-around great dude.
0: Couldn't have been a nicer kid. Yep. I mean, handsome, bright, hardworking.
2: Successful. Successful.
0: (laughs) I mean, he just was such a winner. That kid was so great. I remember a story where they wanted to make that... New sour something they were doing. Keller pills was Does that it? Sound right? Was it, I, I, no, that's Star Summits, isn't it? Star Star Keller.
2: Star Keller. I'm
0: something like that, right? Sure. I, I might be making. A, I don't do a correction on that because I don't really know. Right. I'm not saying it with. We're just with, throwing it against the yes, wall. Yes, but I remember he said to his dad or somebody at the powers that be at Shell's, right? And I said, "Hey, I want to do this sour program," and they said, "Well, why don't you use?" your grandpa's old fermenters that we have back in the back side of that barn. He's like, oh. And he goes out there, drags them out, refurbishes these things by himself. Look I'm beautiful. making that up. Yeah. Look beautiful. And I thought, huh. If someone would have said to me, if I would have said, we should make a sour, and someone said, you have to walk through this field to go look for it, I'd say, somebody should figure out how to make a sour. <laughs> Right? But this kid says, well, I'm just going to go grab the backhoe right. and put it in the back of a truck. We'll bring it out. We'll put it back together. They haven't been in use since. I'm making this up pre-Prohibition, like some weird time, right? Yep, yep. It had been a long time. I'm forgetting all the major details. Maybe we could have him on to tell the story. But what a great kid that guy was. <laughs> yeah, he was right? awesome. I'm calling a kid because he was like 30, right? right? It right. was He was a young guy still. And I just was like, wow, that's that's a guy who works for a living, right? right? Some of these other brewers were like, oh, I'm getting it. You, know, you could all of these tell because they had huge beer bellies, right? Not, I mean, they had huge beer bellies because they were they were drinking a 400-calorie IPA 12 times a day. Right, right? right. I mean, not that they were even drunk. They were just drinking it 12 times a day. Right. I did a brewery tour over the weekend. You did? I did. So my nephew's getting married. Oh. And he said, hey. Congratulations to him. It was super great. It was Sunday afternoon. He said, hey, I have a bunch of guys. We rented this bus, and we're going to go on this brewery tour. And I said— Sounds horrible. I, I don't. I can't do it. Right. I. I, I mentally Didn't can't we, do it. We
2: had a discussion. We, we talked that. briefly about that. Yeah. Well, I went and did it.
0: Right. I did it. Okay. S- great time. Like super, super great time. My my nephew's and buddies are all gentlemen and just a lot of fun. Horrible stories. Thank God the the father-in-law and no other side of the family was on this bus because they should not have been. He's getting married. So we're doing the celebration. We went to a bunch of different breweries and I'm, I'm, I'm remiss that I won't remember any of them. But the new thing that they're doing, the new um, brewery in Hopkins right down the block from 30 Bales. Oh, yeah. Super cool. It has that thing where you walk up to the wall. Take your little wristband and you mm-hmm. hold it against. That is such an efficient way to do it.
2: That started, at least for me, the one that's by target field. First draft? Is that um, what it's called?
0: Yeah, it was first draft. Now it's gone, right? Oh, okay. I didn't know no, that. No, what, no. What's the one that you love that closed? Yeah. And you have your story about Super Bowl where it was the, one of the very few places that was open. Oh, Hopcat, Hop-cat, Hopcat. 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 Yeah. yeah. Is that first draft, HopCat? No, Or is first draft down by the state, by the... By new Target Viking Stadium. Field.
2: It's over by Target Field. Okay, fields, which is the one
0: of. down by Viking Stadium that we went to. We all went to uh, when we had the beer show, and they had it up against the wall, right by the new Viking... Not the new Viking Stadium, the new uh, TCO Performance Center.
2: Oh, um, 32 Brew, Crew 32, 32, it's something, like, something that. like that. Exactly.
0: Yeah, where they had 32 different taps. And that is a really, really cool way to do it, right? You have to have no staff. You go pour your own beers, you walk up, basically you walk in and you show them your credit card, you show them your ID, you get a little wristband and then you go hold it to a thing and it pours you a beer but I got a little story about this. LTD Brewery? Uh, yeah, it could have been LTD Brewing. Okay. Yep. So I, I went and did this, I, I do this thing. So I was at a different one of these that has this, this on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing is, is that when you walk away from it, it has a little door on the screen that closes as a six second countdown. Well, if you, Pick your little card up, this one had a card, you pick your card up and walk away. Someone else has a six second accidental chance, whether they're doing it on purpose or not, it's just accidental. They could hop in and just put their card in, but their card doesn't matter. The other card is still active for six more seconds as this door closes, right? Huh. So I'm sitting there at this place, this was a week ago, and a guy goes up and he buys a dollar sixty-four per ounce, a dollar sixty-four per ounce of this beer, right? So he's pouring the beer runs up to like $18. I'm and like, he just poured himself an $18 beer. I could see having like a couple ounces just to try it because it was a specialty beer, right? But he poured himself a full pint glass and it was it was 18 bucks. And then he walks away, leaves his door open, meaning the card is still active. And a guy goes over, unbeknownst to the guy who went over there, he puts his card down and he pours three ounces to try it. But the bill for those three ounces went on to that other guy's card. Oh, my. And I thought, well, that's problematic, yeah. right? You have to, it's one thing to buy the 35 cent Miller Lite per ounce and some guy just got you for 90 cents, right? Accident. And again, the person who went up to do it the second time, it was purely accidental. He had no idea his card wasn't the sure. one being charged, sure. right? And he's like, ah, uh, he, he sees this like higher price and he's like, that can't be right, you know, like, because it, it was going up from 19. And it's like, oh, no, 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 you use that other guy's card, And he's oh. like, oh, where did he go? And I'm like, it's not, It's he's gone, right? But that guy just bought that other man a beer. It was fun. It's a cool place, though. I, I really like that spot All system. right,
2: so here's the, I got the list in front yeah, of me. Yeah. Is it uh, LTD, Unmapped, Loose Line, uh, Beer Cave Brewing?
0: Bear Cave Brewing. Bear Cave Brewing. Yes, yeah, f- that was it. Okay. Bear Cave Brewing. I, I think it was called Bear Cave, not Beer Cave, right? Yeah, you're okay. right, it okay. Is. Okay. it's right. Okay, I, I could I'm
2: looking at their website. This place does look pretty cool. Yeah,
0: then we went down to... Uh, uh, someplace in Minneapolis. It's funny. I should know the names because I was there. I, I should have looked, but they had um, a full bar, beer and that they brewed, and then a barbecue joint. It was a barbecue joint. Oh, cool. Delicious barbecue. We ended up at Fairweather in St. Paul because we all live in St. Paul. And then so I have nine drunk guys with me, oh, right? Yeah. And, and like they're all like 30-year-old studs, right? They're all like your height and they're just okay. good looking. They all drink too much bovine growth hormone filled milk, so they're all strong looking, <laughs> right? And they're just like one kid's like, "Well, I'm a, you know, I'm a plus 3 handicap golfer." I'm like, "Whatever, I hate you." Right? He's just all these cool <laughs> things, right? And and they're just starting to have kids and they're just starting to get married. And we I'm not much of a drinker, right? But I was drinking with these guys, and they're sloppy, drunk. And I'm like, how are you guys this drunk? And I'm feeling sober, sure. right? And I'm not driving, so I'm feeling sober. So I say to everybody, Mancini's is a block away. I know it's going to be busy, but let's go down there. I want to buy everybody dinner, right? So, oh, yeah, wow. Of course, generous me. Of course. Of course. Right? So of the nine people, four of them say, I'm just too drunk. I got to go home. I'm like, what? It was Six thirty at night. I'm like, are you kidding me? We could still go. We get to the bar. Everyone I was with, no one ordered a drink besides me because they all had too much to drink. We all had a steak and got up and left. And I thought, huh, that's really weird. I would have guaranteed I would have been the sloppy one. It's almost impossible to do And the first one to been. go home. Yeah, because I'm a buck fifty. These kids are like two eighty strong looking kids. I mean, how could they not drink more than me? My nephews could he could have he used to work for Bud Light, my my nephew. Oh yeah. yeah. He's the kind of kid who, was like, oh, what beer is that? Uh 39th. You know, I mean, he just, you would never know. He could have, he could basically stay more sober as he, if he didn't drink Bud Light fast enough, yeah, right? right? He right. just could get more sober as he goes. And I was just shocked t- to see how uh, lit they got. I was really proud of myself. Good I was for maybe you. the first time ever I ordered a drink when I was with legitimate guys, not my buddies who are kind of weenies, but so legitimate
2: dudes. We used today's podcast to brag about personal accomplishments. Yeah. You, last week. And me hitting home runs at Target Field. There you go. So, you know, that's what we do here. And, and made some corrections. And we did make some corrections. <laughs> oh, Michael, thank you, sir. Reavers, you're the best. Uh, please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to this particular episode of the Weekly Scramble. His name is Mike Fredaloni My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We will do this again. Talk to you then. Cheers.